Welcome back to the Mackinac on Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jarris Cora. And we haven't talked about this issue yet, but man, it has dominated the news. The 16 Trump electors that were charged in July uh, for forgery, conspiracy to commit election forgery by Attorney General Dana Nessel. Maximum 14 years in jail. Uh, if if they are charged and found guilty of these crimes, um, and there's there were quotes made by Dana Nessel at a private gathering last week that really had a lot of head scratching as to whether or not uh, this these were the right charges to bring. On the line, Tom Leonard, former Speaker of the House here in Michigan, former Assistant State Attorney General, who has some thoughts on the matter. Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you much for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. So um, just generally speaking, you know, before we get into the Dana Nessel comments, what are your thoughts on these charges to begin with? I mean, were these the right charges for the attorney general to bring? Well, you know, it's at this point, it's tough to answer that question without getting into what Dana Nessel said last week, because by her own words and what she said, she cannot prove one of the major elements of the crimes that she's charged them with, and that's intent. So if you just look at the, the simply at the attorney general's words that she used last week, according to her, these charges never should have been brought. So I've got I've got her quote here in front of me, Tom. Let me go ahead and read it. She said, these people who have been brainwashed. What they say is, we believe we were in the right. We think that Donald Trump is the real winner of the election. They legit believe that. They genuinely believe that. Um, So the question here is, if they believe that, if they genuinely believe that they were Trump electors, then where is the intent, right? Correct. And, And intent is a major element of the crimes that these defendants have been charged with, which each of these crimes, she has to prove the requisite mental intent that they intended to commit these crimes. So going back to your, uh, you know, your, your original question, I often don't second guess prosecutors when something is, when there's a pending case, because there's a lot of evidence that they have before them that, you know, oftentimes we are not privy to. But again, this is a rare instance where, you know, I've never seen a prosecutor discuss the merits of the case like this openly, uh, you know, in public and essentially admit they cannot prove the charges that they brought against these defendants. So, again, going back to your original question, no, these case, these these charges should not have been brought uh, using Dana Nessel's own words against her. Um, yeah. the And there's there's kind of the two angles here. One of is, uh, you know, whether to bring the charges. And then the, the other question is, is how to do it. Um, so this is a you I, I kind of look at this compared to the Flint water crisis where the attorney general also bought, brought charges against a variety of people, including former Governor Rick Snyder. Those were thrown out of court um, very recently. And in that case, they did use a special prosecutor. They had a lot of issues with the court case. Is that something they should have done here? I mean, I'm I don't know the details on, on the lawsuit or really as much about what happened outside of a little bit of reading in the, the media. But. You know, you ran for attorney general. You were in that office. How do you pursue charges in this way that don't look like they're too partisan or really, you know, avoid this situation where you do have the, the highest law enforcement official in the state kind of speculating on motives? 
Right. Well, in, in anybody that has argued that these charges are political and that she has politicized uh, this office, those comments last week have done nothing but fed into that narrative. So I think in the weeks and the months ahead, you're going to see these defense attorneys. I think you're going to see motions to dismiss because, again, the attorney general has essentially said she cannot prove intent. I could see you know, a, a motion to have a, a special prosecutor or have her step aside where a special prosecutor would be brought in. I could even see one of these defense attorneys trying to call her to the stand. Uh, this is going to get very interesting in the weeks and months ahead. She has made this case much more difficult for uh, her office. And I can't even imagine what is going through the minds of the assistant attorneys that are that are working on this case right now, because again, she has made their lives much more difficult in proving these, these charges. Tom, I, I wonder, you know, stepping back from the lawsuit in particular, uh, you know, the average person on the street looks at this kind of situation and either they think these people actually did try to steal the election from Joe Biden, or they think this is this is politically motivated garbage and these people shouldn't be charged with anything, any wrongdoing. Um, it does make me scratch my head that Dana Nessel waited three years to file charges after the 2020 election, right? I mean, what is the motivation there? Why wait that long? And what do you think of the, the overarching theme here? And that's a question. I mean, that's a question that only she could answer. I mean, you may remember a couple of years ago, she openly said that they had. She felt that they had committed crimes. Why she didn't bring charges then, mm-hmm. I don't know. That that that's a question for her. But again, you look at her actions. You look at her history. You look at these these comments last week. They only feed into the narrative that she has politicized this office and that these charges are political. You know, I I don't know what her intent was. I, you know, I hate to impugn motives. But again, when you use her own words against her, clearly these charges seem to be political. Tom, how do you you feel on the where things are headed kind of with the overall uh, justice system where it seems just increasingly – you know, really on on both sides of the aisle that there's charges are being brought based on political reasons, who people are charging, what those charges are. Um, That seems like a new thing. I mean, obviously, we've had presidents charged with with crimes in the past. We've had impeachment proceedings in the past. Um, But now you just have officials kind of all across the spectrum where where the prosecutor races do seem more partisan and the charges they do bring and how they bring them seem to differ based on the partisanship of the person in office. Does that worry you? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, what what happens to our country, what happens with our system of government when the people no longer have faith in our justice system? And again, all her comments did last week was fed into this narrative. So, uh, you know, we, we've got to get back to, you know, the basics of what a prosecutor is supposed to do and that seek justice. Uh, again, this this idea that we bring charges against our political enemies then go on a Zoom meeting with a group of people who, you know, have the same political beliefs as us and, uh, you know, essentially tell them that we can't, uh, you know, you can't prove a major element of the case, yet you still brought the charges. Or when you want to hash out an acquittal that occurred a couple of weeks earlier and, and go after the jurors that made that decision, again, it does nothing but, but feed into the narrative that this office has been politicized. 
we got to leave it there, but uh, encourage everyone to read a column by Caitlin Buss. Nestle undermines her own case against false electors, where our guest Tom Leonard is quoted there, and it goes into a little more detail as well. Tom Leonard, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. And we'll be back after a brief break with more of the Mackinac on Michigan show here on WJR.